Should mention here this afternoon, the Arkells. Arkells are uh, trending this afternoon because they are the latest victims of lost luggage. Ah, that's right. Yes, the Arkells, they have uh, lost uh, their luggage thanks to uh, Air Canada. Air Canada losing the bands of luggage, much like so many others. I mean, we have seen the pictures. We've seen the news reports out of Pearson and really airports right around the world. So many people desperately trying to find and get their luggage and get their belongings back. But, I mean, this is a, a bit of a different thing. It's a different level when somebody like Arkells loses their luggage because we're talking about their musical instruments here. And there's so many other people that have actually had what it is they need to make a living. I mean, this is for their livelihoods, right? To all of a sudden vanish. I can only imagine the uh, panic when your instruments are gone or whatever else you need in order to uh, apply your trade. Anyways, uh, fans, uh, they're online. They're all over TikTok this afternoon. They are trying to help the band, trying to help them uh, find their uh, instruments. And we're going to have more in this story. And also, oh, yeah, the other big concert from the weekend. Backstreet Boys, right, at Budweiser Stage in Toronto. Surprise guest at Drake, right? How great is that? We're going to talk about it all with our music expert, Eric Alper. He'll join us uh, before uh, the end of this hour, before 1 o'clock. But, uh, you know, again, there's so many of these uh, stories, right? Whether it's Arkells or, uh, you know, just people trying to uh, go on vacation and they can't find their luggage. They can't get on their flight. The chaos continues as Air Canada announcing uh, earlier today that they're going to cancel more than 9,500 flights, almost 10,000 flights this summer. So I welcome in Duncan D, former Chief Operating Officer for Air Canada, who joins us once again here on the program to discuss the latest when it comes to the airlines, the airports, and this overall travel chaos. Duncan, appreciate your time as always. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Okay, I want to ask you about this headline I saw this morning. This is from uh, the Toronto Star. Their headline is a New Brunswick cabinet minister uh, essentially putting Air Canada on blast, calling them incompetent. Would you, Duncan, agree with that assessment? Look, the challenges in the air industry right now are uh, really unprecedented. And uh, Minister Cardi, uh, the New Brunswick Education Minister, has every right to be frustrated and upset. The only thing I would say is that uh, if he wants to blast anyone, he should be blasting uh, his federal counterparts. Uh, there is nowhere to hide in Canada. So the statistics that were released um, over the weekend, they're released, frankly, every day. Uh, since about Thursday, can every Canadian airline is showing up in the top five or top 10 most delayed airlines, not in North America, but on the planet. Montreal and Toronto airports are showing up as the top most delayed airports, not in North America, but in the planet. So it's not a question of which airline Canadians choose to fly. They're all delayed. It's not a question of which airports Canadians choose to fly to, from, or through. The two largest hubs in Eastern Canada, Montreal and Toronto, are among the most delayed airports on the planet. So yes, travelers have to be frustrated. I'd encourage the minister uh, in New Brunswick to direct his um, frustration where it rightfully belongs and that is with the federal government 
All right, let me ask you a couple things with that. Uh, I'm going to ask you what the government needs to or should be doing in a second, but uh, what you said there was really interesting, I thought, uh, Duncan, because uh, we've heard this for the last a month or more now, that this just isn't a problem at Pearson in Toronto. It's just not a Canadian problem. This is a worldwide phenomenon when it comes to all of this travel chaos. But having said that, it's more acute here in Canada, in our country, and if so, why is that? Jeff, I mean, that's precisely the point. Um, yesterday, the 3rd of July, um, there were top the top five most delayed uh, airlines on the planet at around three in the afternoon Eastern time were Air Canada, Swoop, which is the low-cost subsidiary of WestJet, and WestJet. Number five was Air France. Air France was going through a strike at their Paris hub yesterday. So even though Air France was going through a, a strike at its Paris hub, they were beaten up, beaten out for the, for the top three of the top five spots for delays by three Canadian airlines. So it really did, didn't matter yesterday whether you were going to choose to fly WestJet or Canada. You, it, it, it just didn't matter. Travelers flying a Canadian airline had a greater likelihood of being delayed or canceled yesterday than Air France, which was facing um, strikes at its major hub in Paris. In the top 10, there was not a single US airline. So our closest neighbor, the most comparable air market, because they have the ver- very similar school breaks, very similar travel patterns, for us, it was the July 1st long weekend. For them, it's the July 4th long weekend. They had cancellations, yes, but th- we, we took top spot. You know, we were gold, silver, and bronze in the International Flight Delay Olympics yesterday. And uh, Air France, which was facing a strike, didn't make the medal podium. So, you know, this is, yes, there are problems worldwide. But Canada seems to have perfected how to screw travelers up. And why is that, do we think? I mean, this is an event that uh, you do not want to meddle in, obviously. But uh, having said that, taking gold, silver, and bronze, is it something that is a systemic, do you think, Duncan, within our airline industry? Tell us and lend us your expertise as somebody who, you know, helped run on the run one of these airlines, Air Canada. Is it a, a lack of competition as compared to what we see south of the border? And we've talked about this uh, for years, really, uh, you know, decades now about uh, the price of uh, flights being so much cheaper and people driving over the border and flying out of Buffalo or Detroit. Is this just a, another example of that uh, problem, lack of competition that uh, is lending to uh, greater delays, do you think, here for Canadian airlines? You know, Jeff, I think what's happened in the last little while is I've been following this every day since the 2nd of April not because I wanted to come out of retirement to start following this all over again, but because I was at Pearson Airport at 7 a.m. on a Saturday in April and was caught in a three-hour security line. As a former airline operating uh, leader, it was evident to me that there should not be a single line of any length in the month of April anywhere in Canada. It's not a peak travel period. So that really alarmed me. And I started raising the alarm both publicly and privately. And I said to the folks I used to work with and my contacts that somebody has to pay 
close attention to this. It wasn't a one-off, which was what I was hoping. It was something which has gone on now for 93 days. So the cumulative effect of the federal government service failures, both at security at the airport and at customs for international arriving travelers, has been building up. And it's and I've tried to describe this to folks outside the industry as being like, so far, a 93-day-long nonstop thunderstorm. Travelers understand that a thunderstorm can knock an airline operation off kilter. The great thing about thunderstorms is they don't last longer than a day or two. And the airline then uses the calm weather to get things back on track. They reprotect travelers who are inconvenienced. They rebook travelers. They get everybody where they need to go. Airlines have not had an opportunity to do that for the last three months. And they're now facing the summer peak, which frankly, I, I, this is not something I want to claim credit for, but I predicted about two months ago that unless this was um, put under control by the federal government, that we would be facing exactly what we're facing now. And almost to the day that I predicted, we're facing those challenges now. It started on the 24th of June, which is the traditional kickoff of the summer travel peak, because that's when the Quebec um, long weekend, their own, um, they call it their national holiday, Saint-Jean-Baptiste Day starts. And then it peaks a second time on the 30th of June, the, the Canada Day Eve, when many public schools across the country uh, end their school year. This year, it was a bit later because of COVID. So it was the 30th of June instead of the 24th of June normally. And ever since then, it's just been utter and total chaos. We've, you mm. and I have both seen the pictures and the video of travelers just beside themselves. You know, yeah. the band, band losing their, their, their luggage is no longer the exception. <laughs> they're, they're, they're among many thousands of travelers who just, who, who can't seem to get their bags. Yeah. Let me ask you, cause I'm sorry, we're running out of time here. I got less than a minute, uh, but you mentioned that we need to be looking at the federal government. What is it you would like to see them do at this point, Duncan? Well, look, I don't have enough time to go through the whole list, but the first and easiest thing is just drop all the pandemic checks on international arriving travelers. That's causing a fourfold increase in the amount of time it takes to inspect each and every international traveler, and that's causing all sorts of cascading delays. Let's start with that, and let's go from there. All right, Duncan, appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for this. I am sure we'll be uh, talking uh, throughout the summer. Thanks so much, Jeff. Appreciate it. Duncan D is the former chief operating officer for Air Canada.